What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Have you ever met a really attractive older man? Um, do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> Have you ever seen a grown man naked? I haven't dreamed about this man, but he's very attractive. Well, I I don't know about an, a very attractive older man. I I I saw George Strait very like within twenty feet of me, and I didn't find I didn't think he was all that attractive. But apparently, women do. He just looked like a crusty old man with a cowboy hat and a guitar. When but I say older, I, I would say let's say. Older than me, so let's say. When we yeah. say older, I mean older than eighty-three. No, right. I've never no. felt it. I, well, that guy that was uh, married to Anna Nicole Smith, he was pretty hot for a dude. Oh, who, who dude? No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he had no, he money. Looked like, he looked like the fucking crypt keeper. No, he he did not. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he was not a try. What are you just, getting at, Gaines? Are you on the turn? Are you looking for an no, older? I'm not like looking, a, are you trying to be a sugar baby at I'm fifty-eight not, years I'm old? Not, I'm not coming out. I'm. Uh, I'm coming. I'll change the words of the song. No. Oh my God. There's an older man in my uh, business, not in the aviation business, let's say, who okay. lives in California, who came by here a couple months ago, and I'd heard about him from back east as being a. Did person. you hear about his hotness, or did you just? No hear one about told him? me how hot he was. <laughs> I, I would. That would have helped if they said, "Yeah, so and so's out there. He's he has, you know, he has a lot of aircraft parts, and he buys a lot of stuff, and he's a multimillionaire." And oh, by the way, Paul, he's, he's really smoking. He's like hot like Brad Pitt in Fight Club if Fight Club took place in the the Golden Girls world. Right. Now most of the PS most of the people <laughs> that told me about him live in the middle of South Carolina, which is rather conservative. And even if they thought he were an, was an attractive older man, they probably never would have said it. Now I like to say it and emphasize and play fun like this cuz we're funny guys. It's like he's pretty hot. He's pretty fucking attractive. <laughs> what you would have if you met him, you would think you might when he walks away, you probably walk him watch <laughs> I watch, watch him. hate to watch you walk up, but I love to watch you walk <laughs> away, sir. He's like a tall drink of uh, Silver Fox, you know, uh, <laughs> salt and pepper. I'm telling you, he's clean. <laughs> I will somehow try to get a picture of Bob Sprouse. Can That's you, his name. I'm dropping his can, name now. Can you stop? Anyway. You're going to get a picture of him. So you should be asking right now, oh, isn't this the place you're going to go drive to, do a, do a, you know, to Southern California he's and go see this man? He's going to drive to Southern California to see on this Thursday? man. But he's coming here first, though, isn't he? No, he, he, we came here once a few months ago, and he yeah. came here again uh, last week to, okay. to drop off some, a couple other so parts. It's, it's only right that you go to L.A. and see him because he's been here twice to see it's you. It's my turn now. He's going to start complaining. Oh, it is. <laughs> I hope you do butt stuff with him. <laughs> it's time. It'll be the third date. Third date equals butt stuff. This poor guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he has. No, he's like, he doesn't talk and he doesn't text. I, he doesn't text. Oh, he, he said, yeah, he said, he don't I don't. Text. Because we ask him, hey, can we text you some direction? He goes, I don't. It's so funny because everybody around that was around that time, probably two-thirds of them were probably, I'm guessing they were maybe Trump voters. Okay. doesn't matter, but a lot of them are. Because there's three things I don't do. I don't text, I don't tweet, and I don't Trump. And I thought, Whoa. I know the people standing around me were like, I think he's probably voting for Trump. He doesn't give a shit. He could buy all of us many yeah, times he, over. He, yeah, he does not give a shit. And he's that's, 72, 73. He, he has fuck you age, fuck you And he's ass. so attractive. Yeah, he he's, just, <laughs> he's, he's, got, uh, he's got fuck you eyes. Not right. fuck me eyes, fuck you eyes. Oh, he's beautiful eyes, Joe. I'm t- <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Whoo! Am I turning red? I don't know. Mm, oh, my stars. I'm just saying. He's an attractive man. I uh, I think you should make him a rhubarb pie. 
and bring it and just bring yeah it. like here you go sir so what are you doing tonight <laughs> i'm gonna watch matlock and go to sleep at nine o'clock i think he does go to bed pretty early i think if he were here and you were to meet him down there and you would drop some parts off hi i'm i'm uh i'm uh, uh bob sprouse this is joe Fett. hey nice to meet you gotta get going he's kind of a kind of a southern accent a little bit tall thin chiseled chiseled features really good please, skin because i got shitty skin i can only get you know. so erect Just right pump and, the brakes uh, gains if he were to leave and I were to say nothing, you might say, that's a good-looking dude. I think you might say that. I, I, I have no problem saying that another man is attractive mm-hmm. or that is good-looking. And, and, I, I, and, and I've been, you know, I've been, I, I, uh, I actually was thinking about this the other day. I was talking about it yesterday uh, with some, some acquaintances at uh, Blackbridge. Right. And I said, you know, I've been... Uh, Someone said, uh, have you ever been accused of being gay? And I was like, well, I don't know being gay was something like an accusation. Um, I've never been accused of something more glorious than being gay. Because <laughs> I, cause that means that I'm somewhat put together. Oh, yeah. And at least probably smell decent and maybe sure. can dance and have decent taste in music. Like, right. if you're just going to go on stereotypes. Sure. And uh, Like, in, in general, I, yeah, in general, a gay guy who's your prototypical, whatever that is, is not going to be attracted to what they would view. I mean, what... Most people would be being unattractive. Slobbish guy, like right. yeah. So, um, years and years and years ago, when I first like, because I, I, I always had friends that were that were that were some sort of alphabet soup type people, right? right. So, uh, because of just being in fine arts and drama and all mm-hmm. that shit, um, and and beaten down, uh, not oppressed, but just you know, out, outliers tend to hang out together. Sure. So. But I never really had somebody that was I was very very close with uh, until I was probably twenty two. Was very close with who's who's gay, mm-hmm. and he explained. I said, he goes, man, she's got a great ass, and I was like, what? How does how does how do you how does fucking that, how, how does that, that how does that work? And he goes, and he, and he said very very gay, mm-hmm. which is hilarious for him, because he goes, honey, I don't need to go inside the building to appreciate the architecture. But he's, that's, I know that's a cute quip and analogy, but it's And he perfect. may not have made that up. Maybe someone else no, said that. I'm sure that. he stole it from somewhere else, right. but, it but was, it's good. It's, it's fucking perfect. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, was this a person that, that that I know? Yeah. Yeah, you took him flying. It's Bo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, do you know, I think I know more, I think, this, I'm, I'm qualifying that, and that's, the words mean things. So I think I know more uh, uh, gay females than males, I think. Because Atlanta and my, uh, my, my lesbian, they hate being called lesbian friends in what, Atlanta. What do you I call hung, them? Hung out. Fucking your home. The One of them just doesn't like the word lesbian. Like, they just think it just. She doesn't like the word lesbian? She might be just called gay. That's, uh, uh, ooh. So she might be met with some resistance from. I had sex from, with her. What? <laughs> I got everybody's attention in the studio, didn't I? Mm. Even people in the back. Did you? No wonder she doesn't want to be called a lesbian. <laughs> no wonder she turned. <laughs> no wonder she. You turned Wait, her gay. Uh, no. Here, anyway, she was already gay. Right. Well, and I joke about that because I have three women in my past mm-hmm. that are now married to women. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not uncommon, especially. It, well, well, you were on the you were on the hors d'oeuvre tray throughout their early life, and they had enough hors d'oeuvres of the male gender, and they're did like, you just no, call I'd, me a cocktail weenie. <laughs> I was a I was a cocktail canapé canapé that's it. <laughs> Wait, 
were you with this woman before she got together with other women or was she just trying no, to figure herself she, out kind she of thing? knew and, she was and she even got married to a doctor a well-known doctor in tennessee a lady doctor not a no, gynecologist not a, but wasn't like a, a, i think he was a I, it was a guy was, i know it wasn't a, a gynecologist I think it was. I, I wasn't. Sur- I, I wasn't was trying to surgeon. crack a joke, and I said, "Lady doctor." I meant a female doctor, not a doctor of ladies. Of lady parts. Yeah. No. I. Oh. Uh, no. This was a male, attractive. I was at. Oh, this is so terrible. I went to her wedding, I, and I. I was. The, the fun part was, I was oh, given. Oh God, Gaines. This is so bad. Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. The story. No, I don't know the story, but I'm worried. I. I was uh, given the responsibility. Her mother, who. I loved her family, and I still do. They're older now, and I can't believe they're still around, to be, to be honest. But we used to go out and hang out, go to the lake, their lake house, and Lake Lanier, you know Lake Lanier, mm-hmm, yeah. all this stuff. I grew up with them. <clears throat> and then she decided she would not decide. She's been gay her whole life. Her brother is gay. He is a hardcore, the father is a hardcore former Marine. But he... Which it, Sean Hicks will tell you are the gayest branch of the of the military. <laughs> He's the first one to see. He's like that. They they don't want to talk I about think it. He but it's the last truth. time I saw him, we he were talking about that. I think always loves to mention it. Yeah, but he's and he's sincere. I think he's one hundred percent sincere. Sincere. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, but anyway, I thought that wasn't going to go well with with the father, but he accepted them both, and it was fucking great. So anyway, but her name, she got married. I was at their wedding. God, he dropped a major, probably the most expensive wedding I've ever been to. Southern, at, at, you know, wedding expensive places all that kind of nonsense and and chelly her name was chelly's mom and she'll 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 tell that she were here she'll tell the whole story also but she goes hey paul you know she had the list of stuff to do for the wedding that need to be need to take place we have someone to do this we need someone to do that we got to pick up some people from the airport da 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 hey paul would you be if i ran into big van would you be willing to drive all the bridesmaids around <laughs> Let me think about that uh, yeah, for a moment. Oh, yeah, let me think. Yeah, I can do that. I, I think could I, probably, I could probably pull that off. I could work that out. I need to go to my waxer first because I want to be <laughs> nice and smooth for this experience. <laughs> but I got all of them were, and then one of them, oh, one of them. This is going into too many stories, sub stories. But anyway, I, I'm loving this because so, I typically it's nice to not have to carry the podcast. I generally. <laughs> Is that why your back and shoulders are sore the last That's week? That's why my back carrying, and shoulders have been fucking killing me, man. I've been carrying, carrying this fucking this. podcast for years. So um, <laughs> we're all seeing them goodbye, right? The rice where the fucking bird seat was thrown, and they're coming out at night, and they're going to drive off in limousine going down the down the road somewhere downtown Atlanta. At this, it was near the um, one of the big train stations down. That was the backdrop. It was really fucking cool. So there they go. Woo, there they go. And now, now there's going to be after parties and shit like that that I'm looking forward to because I'm driving all the bridesmaids around. But they drove off, and I could just tell. I had known her for a long time. I didn't know him that well, and I we all kind of thought maybe she. I I, we, I don't know that she maybe could have been gay, but she wasn't really acting in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know. It was just a feeling. But they go driving Do you off. You get like that. Your gut instinct, or your gut was telling yeah, you that like it's not quite right. She's trying to fake it till she makes it, and you can't do that with your sexuality. Right. Like that kind of yeah. Right. So um, I've s- definitely been to a handful of probably four weddings. It, similar circumstance like right this is not right they shouldn't be doing this, this is not going to last so, and i have a hundred percent run run rate in predicting so that. so they drove off and i was kind of surrounded by the bridesmaids because we we're going to immediately get into the van and go somewhere oh how bad was it was that? terrible it was it was i was i hated being they used me joe they used my <laughs> street and automotive knowledge to drive them around oh my god <laughs> they used me joe they used me <laughs> So, 
So they go driving off. And I wasn't within shot. The families were on the other side of the tracks or I don't know. I'm, I'm making fun of that, but it's true. They're somewhere else. They weren't right there. Yeah. Had the bride, and they drove off and I went, that's not going to last. I was making a comment about the, I'm such an asshole sometimes, but I was kind of laughing about it, but they all agreed eventually. They, uh, they, they all kinda, They kind of slapped me, which was kind of fun. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then they all said, probably right. So, yeah, I could just tell. They're not, it's not going to work. And it didn't. And it didn't. It did not. After about two years. Turns out. Right. So, one of them. When did you sleep with the, 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 the gay lady? After she got divorced and came back to Atlanta. And, and I was taking care of my parents' house when they were in Europe for a month. And she came over. And Fucking rich people live on a different plane of existence <laughs> than the rest of us. So. I was taking care of my parents' house while they were in Europe for a month. <laughs> the house has windshield wipers. <laughs> Anyway, Mercedes doesn't make a van. That's all I can think of sometimes. Oh, did you know that Mercedes made houses? Didn't know that. You had no idea that Mercedes made homes. Yeah, yeah, because you don't live in that reality. (laughs) They don't live in that 1% of reality like Mr. Gaines does. Um, So one of the bridesmaids, and I want to go off on this brief tangent because this is where I lost my mind when I kissed her. Her name was Julie Barber, and um, I really fell for this this, uh, person. I can't remember... I spent money on her. You know, it was one of those things where I shouldn't have. There are certain things that I did, and we dated for a while. And I remember the first time I really, I'm not going to forget about this. You know, I remember my first kiss, my first real kiss in, uh, in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area. But this was when we went out, went down in downtown in Buckhead, north of Atlanta, which doesn't exist anymore. That's bar hopping area. And I know exactly where I was. We parked the car, and before we got out of the car, I, you know, leaned over, and, and we had a real Really good, really good. Just kiss, no ass grabbing. You know what I mean? It was like ass grabbing was going to take place from this later. You could tell. Yeah, no, I know exactly where you're where you're going with that, and but, I, I and where you're coming from because that's that. Like I can tell you, like I, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't say that I've gotten around, but I probably kissed a lot of women. Sure, right? A hand, at least more than three. And you would have this man if you met him when he probably was probably would have met Mr. Sprouse and and just been like, yeah. Fuck, just, I bet you taste like... Break oh. on through to the other side. Break on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that song's about, going gay? No, I don't think I, it's... No, it's, it's not about it's going... It's funny that you went that direction, because yeah, in I, my mind, I would have been like, oh, I, as soon as I saw him, I would have been like, it's raining, man. <laughs> it's like the weather girl starts <laughs> yeah. playing in my head. I'm like, oh, no, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Joe realized he was gay and right. was into really old dudes, or at least bi. You know, curious, whatever, hey, bi man. curious. She's right. like, "Fucking, I'm tr- I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once." <laughs> that's right. All right, so this this is when <laughs> when the lights are out, it doesn't matter, right? It, does it? Yeah, does it really matter until you start reaching for? Uh, oh, well, it's, well, yeah, yeah. Then it matters. Yeah, then it, then it t- to to me it typically matters because I I personally only want one penis in the situation is typically right. mine. Right, it gets a little crowded in the house. Get a little crowded in the house, so to speak. <laughs> so, anyway, so I remember where I was, and and we had this probably a minute long or a long. This is the bridesmaid. Yes, yes. But it wasn't during the bridesmaid. But this is like a month or two after yeah. or something like that. It was Julie Barber, and you know what is my best combination with someone that I will stupidly fall in love with, quote unquote, fall in love with. Eyebrows and. Color, uh, color and clavicles. Co- co- no, well, color and color. What, yeah. What's the color of their hair and the color of their eyes? Yeah. Well, b- brown hair and brown eyes. Correct. Yeah. She was right up that alley. I mean, it was just boom, boom, big old brown cow eyes that the that the Romans used to call. Them yeah. In yeah, yeah. you know, big old, and that's what it was. And um, 
So I remember, and I will never forget this, after we were done kissing, it was so, my mind was so somewhere else, seriously, that I completely, you know, we was kind of separated, you know, whatever, and I had no idea, I wasn't drinking at that time, had no idea where I was, seriously, didn't know what time it was, didn't, I had lost all those faculty, (laughs) I went, that's and a great. I knew, I knew well, this Julie Barber right in front of me. I'm going. Well, how did I get here? How? Do, where are? Where am I? What the fucking day of the week is? I'm serious. It's completely yeah. wipe my ram. Wipe my ram. Yeah. Would that be ram? And if yeah. you were a thing, yes. It just swiped it clean, and I went, whoa. That's the only time that's really that's happened a couple of times, but not quite the same level. But similar, similarly, you know. How long did that feeling last? You mean that moment, that day, that evening, that whatever? No, the moment, the the, the feeling of not knowing where you were oh, and knowing it, what the I, fuck I, was going if on. I, I'm trying to really be honest about it. I, I had, I left the car after it, after I got it back. But you know, let's say like a minute or so. It took a while, and I was like, whoa. And then she was pretending like she was really into it at least. <laughs> um, and um, I just, I think I, I think I told her something like, and this would have, you know, I need a minute here. Or whatever, you know, and then just kind of probably listen to the radio a little bit, kind of, you know, get this in the background. I said, all right, I think I can, where are we going? I think I maybe had to get some clarity from her, like, what? what's the plan now? What restaurant? What bar? Where are we going? Kind of thing. It was, I will never forget that. It, it was, and that, and after that, I ended up, you know, pursuing her mm. more than I would now. I'm guessing I was probably 30 at the time, if I had to make a real good guess. Where's Julie Barber these days? I don't know. She moved to California. I, I do know Gross. that. <laughs> well, that was from Atlanta to California. And I think she got uh, married and got divorced. Oh, Julie Barber. Have you tried to look her up at all? No. I haven't. I don't, I don't really do that. But see if there's a Julie Barber. I remember buying her jewelry. And the woman, I dated the woman who worked at the jewelry shop also. And she was also a bridesmaid. And she was trying to give me hints not to buy her jewelry. In other words, I think I know that you like her a lot, Paul, but maybe you should rethink this because I think she's moving to California and you're not involved. You know, I think she had oh, this information. Oh, you know, she was, already knew. She right. knew, like, this, this wasn't going to go without. I wasn't that close to her at the time, but I think she really wanted to pull me aside and go, don't do this. You're wasting your money. Yeah. It, unfortunately, when you get into shit like that, you can't. You begin to lose you, your you, fucking you, faculty's you mind your, oh, mode. I, and I've been told this. And I don't know if I think I've spoken about this on the podcast. You find a Julie Barber or 57 of them. Oh, there's like 3,000 of them yeah, on Facebook. So, there you go. Um, uh, I was made aware of this probably eight or nine years ago. A good, close, dear friend of mine said, hey, man, because um, I came I came home from work. I was like, dude, I met this girl. She's amazing. He's just like, what, just what it, you said. It, that's what I said. Okay. And he goes, all right, <clears throat> shut the fuck up. Is this semi-recently? Sit down. Like, no, this was eight years ago, well, nine, nine years ago. When nine you're my age, ago. that's, pr- that's it was, pretty recent. That was pretty recent, yeah, nine <laughs> years ago. This was back in the 90s, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, 10 years ago. Fucking 10 years Pearl ago. Pearl Jam, grunge. Yeah. grunge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this would have been close to 10 years ago. Actually, okay. it would have been right around 10 years ago, yeah, like 2011. Okay. And he goes, um... You said I met this amazing I, woman. This amazing woman. She's a nurse. She's this. Da, da, da. I know I'm supposed. I should stay away from them because they're typically uh, crazy, and uh, I've been hurt before multiple times. 
Uh, that is a that is not a stereotype, folks. That is a fact. Okay, mm-hmm. based off of my own conclusions, my data set is fairly broad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I came home from work. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, Tyson, fucking check this out. This chick is this and this and this. And this. She's amazing. Da da da. We're gonna go to dinner uh, tonight. So I'm gonna go home, go to sleep, and uh, or I'm you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to something at home. I'm gonna go to sleep. Okay, and did then you get meet? Up this she, I went to the hospital. Did you meet her at the hospital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I met her at the hospital, and I ran into her again somewhere else, like at a restaurant. Okay. Or at a, it wasn't a bar. It might have been the wine bar. I don't know. But I ran into her, and I was like, oh, hey, we work together. She's like, yeah, da-da-da-da. And then I saw her again at, uh, you know, at the, you know, working, like, the next time. And I was mm-hmm. like, what are you doing this weekend? Because we had the same work schedule, like, that weekend. And she's like, oh, yeah, um, I got nothing going on. I'm like, you're new to town, right? You've been here like three, four weeks. She's like, yeah. I'm like, can I show you around? I've been here a long time. She's like, cool, let's do that. And uh, then, you know, we, we exchanged numbers and all that. So that I, this is the first time I had never gone out with this woman and go home, sit down with my buddy and tell him what what's going on, what's going through my mind. And he's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Sit down on the couch. Put your phone in your pocket. I'm like, what? He goes, you, is, I, I understand where your brain is at now i figured this out seeing you know over the past year or so when women show you attention you lose your fucking mind you lose you lose your marbles and you've actually admitted that to me oh yeah yeah and i know that about myself i'm aware of it i'm cognizant of it and in the past probably five or six years i've learned to kind of control it although i have just kind of tend to lose my shit a little bit and i but i know that it's a thing and I can usually tell when I first meet a woman and start talking to her, like, if she shows me the same kind of attention I would show her, I'm done for. I'm fucking, I'm going to be buying a house and a ring mm-hmm. or some sort of stupid shit and like that. And by, by the way, this, this happens a lot, and we all know the result of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not uncommon. No. Now, you may think that you, it's possible that you would be more than the average falling for, or what, do you, what term you want to call it. Yeah. Maybe more than the average person, but people still do it to some level. Yeah, get together when they really shouldn't. And now I've know? learned how to pump the brakes on that, and like like that, I just know that that's my natural reaction with my shitty wiring in my brain. So mm-hmm. I just I have countermeasures. But right. the thing is, to try and balance out squashing that down, but also like still being available for right. somebody. You know what I mean? Right. Which is the struggle sometimes. Um. So but he sat you I, down and you talked you, about NDD. Yeah, was, it, was that I, all the? I, I, he way the way he worded it, he was so. That's, that's why I'm, I fucking I miss him so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times since he's died that I needed some sort of guidance in his like the way that he was able to wrap it all up in some sort of Zen Cohen kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. And he 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 was able to get in my brain a little bit, kind of restructure. He goes, "You need to dial that back fifty percent." Right. It's great that you like, don't are throw to, it away, yeah, but dial it yeah, back. Exactly. Yeah. Just dial it back. Figure out how to teeter on that fence. And it, and, and oh, it was just fucking incredible. And it was good. It was great life advice that I still carry with me. And I try my damnedest. But I can tell you with that same girl, about a month into our relationship, she, because we ended up dating for about, oh, okay. about 10 months. Did I ever longer than that? I knew, yeah, I've known so, you like, since then. Did I ever meet this person, or, or not? Did I know you? Did I um, know you? you probably did meet her. Um, cute redhead, freckles, glasses. I don't know. Like, but like, uh, <laughs> like the old, not horn rim, uh, not uh, like horn rim Ray Bans, but the other ones that are, they're black plastic at the top. 
Oh, and yeah. have the uh, the like the the brass or gold uh, frames on the bottom. I can they're not Wayfarers. I can never remember Clubman. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, she had those. The kind shape of, of the lens is similar to Wayfarers, but, it, the, but the, the frames are different. And the kind of the cat eye thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, god yeah. damn it! Yeah, she was the whole goddamn package. Incredible taste, like impeccable taste in music. Does she still live here? No, no. That's why we broke up. Oh, that's because she moved. Okay. Yeah, and right. it was a. And I'll just I, I I it's too much of a sob story, but like. Any like I told I I Portia didn't even know like she had met her but you know Portia was twelve then mm-hmm. she was eleven twelve yeah because she and I dated what uh, about eleven months ten months eleven months because she lived in Kingman a little over a year I may not have known you you did we met in twenty twelve I know that we met in twenty I'm either we met wait in, we met in twenty twelve it's not it's that's less that's fewer than ten years that's nine years I know you said you dated her ten years ago well. Or something like that. I met her ten years ago. I okay. met her in two thousand. So it was right on the edge yeah. of us knowing yeah. each other. Sort but of I thing. brought her up to Tim's garage multiple times. Okay, she I'm drank. Sure, she drank beer up there. Multiple I'm sure times. if I saw her, go, oh yeah. yeah, I remember you, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Got but it. But she, um, Portia, asked me. She goes, "Whatever happened to that girl, Claire? I, I heard so much about her. I because I, I, she didn't get a chance to meet Portia until she until we'd been together probably six months, mm-hmm. and I felt confident." Like that she's not a shitbag. Mm-hmm. I never did that before, which maybe makes me a bad father. They'd just be dating somebody for you know a month or so, I'm like yeah, you should be my kid. And nah, now I not so much. Yeah, there's no reason es- to do that. Especially after doing it right off the bat. Uh, and you know, Portia was like five years old. I got together with this woman. And I'm like, all right. So we've been together six months, and now she's moving in. So Portia, here's your new stepmom. <laughs> oh, shit. And I did the I, I did everything wrong. Now, in my defense, folks, I was 24 years old. I had no idea what I was going sure doing at all. So. You know, flash forward seven, six, seven years, I kind of know a little bit more. And Portia goes, whatever happened to Claire? I really liked her. And I said, well, Claire, Claire's contract with KRMC is up, and she she's moving to she's moving to Phoenix. That's mm-hmm. where all of her family is. And she goes, well, where are you going to go and see her? And I'm like, I don't think so. This long distance won't work, and you've got another six years before I can continue, you know, potentially move. Right. You know, we kept in contact for a little bit, and then she got together with a dude, and she's married and has two kids now. So... There's a lot of that. I, I uh, most of my exes, almost all of them, are married or remarried or whatever the heck it is, um, and that's the way it is. I'm not again. I I the last few years I've been made myself unavailable, but I don't know. Some people I think, and I could be falling that category, are just not really designed for that kind of level of commitment or marriage. I'm not playing around right now with a bunch of people either. I'm not. It's not like I need my freedom because I gotta still sow my wild oats whatever still might be in there because that's total nonsense you know especially being around and dated forever i know what i kind of want but i still have the brown hair brown eyes thing and you were you're going to call yourself a victim of that but you talked to this person more than i did at the bar the other day this is charlie pushed me on her because i kept looking at her and that was uh at the at blackbridge brewery when i sat down and talked to that woman who it's fairly new to Kingman, brown hair, brown eyes, oh. nurse or something. She works in the ER. Um, Do you really want to go down this road? Because let me tell you what happened for the 15 minutes leading up to before you showed up. See, if you really want to go down this road, Joe, you are known to be territorial with all women. No, I just gonna, I just, it's fucking, no, because it's not, it, I, I wasn't mad about it. I was, I was a little irritated at the time, and then I saw how she got after she had had one more drink. So like four total, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So, because I you was, spoke to her for a while before I did, Lisa. Then I, then I spoke to her, and then you spoke to her. 
Yeah. And then, and and while then you were doing and, that, I'd already moved on. And then she was on. like, I'm a guy to Spartans. Right. Like, and I, like, I didn't hear any of that or see any of yeah, that. Yeah. It was just funny to me. And Lisa even saw it later on. And Lisa's like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, yeah. It's like cartoon casual. Right. <laughs> going after this one girl. But well, you you were claiming that I was talking about aviation the whole time <laughs> with her, which is total bullshit. All I ever heard, I, I and you, I didn't say all the time, it was like you, one percenters always bring up the whole fact that you own an airplane just because... It is, and you and you should be when talking to a potential mate. You should definitely be talking up your good characteristics. There is no mate in this. It just what, what I, it is. It was, it but, was but, but Charlie saw this because I kept talking to him and looking, and looking, and looking, and looking. He goes, "What's the deal?" I said, "I am. This is the thing with me: dark hair and dark yeah. eyes. She's got great big brown can't eyes. Can't stop looking at him. And yeah. dark hair. And I got a hard time with this right now. You should go talk to her. No, I'm not going to. Joe's talking to her. I'm not going to do. He's going to get pissed off if I do. Yeah, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? I'm just just talk to her, whatever. And then I think she. He talked to Lisa, yeah. and then made Lisa. He goes, go over there and introduce him to Paul, just because. You know, you know Charlie, whatever. So that happened, and then what happened was she worked in the ER, yeah. and she was complaining about all the people going there, and I said, I've only been in there once, and when I walked or ran right into the tail. I heard, because I was just sitting there sipping on my beer, like listening to right. what you were saying. I was like, and this is and fucking that's such all, a great story. And that's all that it was, and then after that, she told me all these other things about the ER, because I said, this is a fucking problem. I said, this is, don't get me started on healthcare, but that was the only story about flying. She didn't say, oh, do you fly? Oh, do you do? None of that no, kind of I bullshit. Know. I just ran into it, and that's the only time I've been in the ER, and they saw that I when I removed my hand, and I felt blood cascading down my face that they I was in the you line. Sk- you got to skip to uh, skip ahead <laughs> of the heart attacks, right? So <laughs> she she told me some stories. I said, "Tell me some stories of the people that come there that are completely shouldn't be there." And she told me a couple. I've already forgotten what they were, but it was like, really? Yeah. And it's like stuff that you know about too. Like people will actually go there for when, you, when people say shit like a stub toe, they're not lying. No, th- absolutely, yo. That, that I mean, is 100% seriously, true. people go there for that. Yep. Absolutely. Like, fuck. <laughs> so anyway, then uh, after we talked a little bit, and then and then uh, she went. I whatever happened. You were talking to her again, and then she went. To, a friend of hers came in. She went to another table, and I guess that's when she was getting really hammered. I have no idea if you were, if she was getting really. You said that or not? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, and then she left. She's like, I got some people that are sporties. I'm gonna go down there, and she then staggered off. And I'm like, eh, she's also right. too young for me anyway, um, or I'm too old for her. However you want to phrase it. And because uh, there's there's Maybe. too there's too much uncommon there's you know, if you really figure it all out there's just too many there's just we, in general we have talked about this before where <clears throat> I have da- dated younger quite a bit younger and I was seriously like in a, not just dated like in a relationship serious relationship with somebody ten years younger than me mm-hmm. was it ten yeah she how, turned how 30. old how old is she do you, uh, do you remember I, I can't remember the first time Mid-20s? we dated she was twenty one and I was uh, thirty one okay and how old is this woman that we both you spoke to first whatever twenty Five? Right, so that's twenty six. According to this stupid formula, that's still like half your age plus seven. Plus seven. So half my age is twenty plus seven. So twenty seven is supposed to be my limit. That's close. It's that's uh, kind of close though. It, it, there's and 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 I don't give a fuck. Here, right. And here's why: um, the women that are younger than me that I've dated, and the women that are older than me that I've dated, mm-hmm. like it's because like, I dated a woman who was, let's see, I was twenty twenty eight, and she was forty four. So what is that? I don't know. 16 years? 
16 sure. years older than me. About the same. 28, 44. So, so 40, about the same dis- same that you and I are apart, right? Half your age plus yeah. seven. If you do 44, I'm, t- I'm seeing if that's within seven oh, years. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm trying to go that way. Oh, there's a double standard for women. 22. That's true. There, There is that double standard. And that's. Uh, but here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about the standard. I really don't care. Yeah, it's just something and to talk about, though. It is. That's and all. it's interesting because then I'll just go, all right, well, I've definitely dated somebody. So let's say we'll say 27. Definitely dated someone who's 27 when I was, you know, at. Or been with somebody around 27 and hung out with them, tried to go on a couple dates. Not interesting. Right. Haven't lived their life at all. Haven't done jack shit. In in general, yeah. yes. Like in actual life years, they're right. like 14. It's really, really rare that someone would be... And it's better the other way, right? That's why women are... You know, they, they do mature... Absolutely. Mentally. They're, yeah. Way ahead of men. I, and I can look back and go, I can't believe I was ever able to snag a girlfriend before I turned 30 years old. Right. And yeah, then I just and I, I, I because it. because I was such a fucking dipshit. So no class, no goddamn. Well, tax, I, st- I looked at, my, at myself that way after that, and I still don't think. Like you said, yeah, you don't act your age. That's true, and I'm you thinking, really don't. And I'm thinking, to, well, this is a problem. You know, it's because no, it's not a problem. God damn it, Paul! It's not a problem I'm because not it's just saying there's that. an inappropriate way to not act your age, and that's like dyeing your hair. And fucking I'm gonna dye my hair. Trying to still wear it. Please don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna Corvette, dye my hair. Get a Corvette, dye your hair. Absolutely. <laughs> what would be the things that I should if I wanted to fit that puzzle piece? Um dye your hair. Cut out all carbs completely. Oh, okay. Black coffee only. Okay. Get down to about hundred and seventy five pounds and just be ripped. Okay. And and then hang out in the sun way too much. I, I don't want to do that. With okay, me right this is, now. But that's that's the thing about old tan, tan, oh, old I dude gotcha. skin. That's where I'm going with that. I got gotcha. you. Um, and get a Corvette. Yeah, shave your chest. Get it, <laughs> shave your chest. Get a Corvette. Right. Um, but not like a not like a classy fast Corvette. One that looks fast. It's more like J C Whitney than than <laughs> than. Uh, and then go to like bon a dance Hunt. club and pretend I'm 25. Or not. Well, just tell people, there's like, oh, hey, how old are you, man? I just turned 31. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Just straight up fucking lie. Right. Those are the guys that do that. Color and, you know, dye their fucking, their goatee that nobody fucking wears anymore. Right, right. You know? Right. So, yeah, you, when when it comes to not acting your age, you don't. You really don't. Okay. And that, in, in the good way. The bad way of not acting your age is all the shit that we just talked about. There's right. a bit, and there's a, you know, and that, there's, there's a, a huge Distancing. Oh, I know my parents were the typical thing, right? My uh, stepmother still now. I mean, she's given up on the whole idea of having grandkids for me, obviously. You know, God. that would be ridiculous if I were to have kids now. Um, I mean, but not really. It happens. I, I, it would be, be kind of yeah. cool. I yeah. have thought about it. It's funny because I, I didn't think about that for a number of years. The last handful of months, I don't know all the time, but I thought about that. Yeah, I'm not going to have kids. I'm just really realizing, really realizing it now that's just not going to happen. And there's no reason for it to happen. And so it's a weird thing. I don't think about it that long, but it's like, yeah, there's no real blood legacy there. And the name is gone, too, um, from my entire family. You know, that's it. It ends with me. You know, so people, we better get busy then. Oh, really? That's my responsibility? You know, Who said you better get busy? Then? I don't, other friends would say, not friends oh, right now, okay. but other people would say, "Well, yeah, you, I, you fucked up. You should have gotten me." You know, I recommend to people who aren't sure about having kids to not have kids. Right. If you're not 100 percent dead set on it, just don't fucking do it. But here's what's it's funny: it's such a commitment. It seems the people, a lot of people, a lot, well, I don't know, a good chunk of people that have kids really want to have. They say they want to have them, and they do, and they're really into it, but they don't really think it through past one or two steps. Right. Because it's just like, oh, it'll be fun. We'll have kids. We'll get to take them to the carnival. And then but there's a lot of shit that goes on. Yeah. There's a, it's a, there, there's, 
It's a it, well, it's just a tremendous commitment. And right. and honestly, I wasn't ready to do that in the very beginning either. Like I, it was, Porsche was a total accident. Right. We all know this. Sure. Um, she's a happy little accident, and I'm, I'm fucking so happy that she did come she out. She makes the world a better place. She really she does. She made me a better man, and I needed something like that because I don't think I would have survived to, to the age of 30 if it weren't for her. I you, owe, may, you I, may be correct. I, I'm, I'm 90% because certain. Because you felt you, you were mature enough, let's say, or at least the part of your brain was responsible enough to realize that you are responsible for this for this person, creature, where a lot of people don't do that. Right. They just kind of, uh, fuck it, whatever happens, yeah, happens. exactly. You know, treat them like a worse cat or a dog than just kind of, yeah, they'll figure it out. And I knew early on that I only had a specific, well, not early on, she was probably like five, six years old when I realized I only have enough bandwidth to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be shitty. I, right. I, I'll let everything else go in my life, my fucking, my credit, my love life, my vehicles, whatever, I don't give a fuck. If I put all my eggs in one basket with this kid, I can honestly say, I can't put it on a. I can't put her on a, like a resume, but I can go. I can fuck everything else up in my life, but at least I can say I raised a good kid. Right, and and I can. I, a and lot I can, of people I, that can't say that. I know that the majority of people can't say that. Yeah. At least it, it, it just. And I hate saying that, but sorry, folks, but your kids are fucking assholes, and y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and they they probably. Do you think that people really know that they kind of are? They just don't care. Some people. Um, I think they're not aware at all, and they don't care. Okay. And it's because the reason they're not aware is because they don't care. Right. Because if you don't care enough about something to be aware of something, you're just never going to. You know what I mean? You're, if you don't, if you don't care, like there's a guy that I worked with at the hospital, one of the, my oldest friends in town. He was he was a panel interview when I got hired there. He was a guy who trained me at you know 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of yesterday, would have been 12 years with KRMC. And I'm so fucking thankful I didn't get a chance to celebrate that 12 year anniversary. Yeah, you are. In fact, right now, folks, you're going to hear this in a few hours from now, and this is. Um fantastic because it's now tuesday we're recording on tuesday it's gonna be uploaded in a few hours yeah it's more current it's yeah we can talk about currency which we should yeah after the break are we gonna talk about yeah that? we should probably take a break we we'll quick, that? take a quick break okay hit the button joe <laughs> wow it's getting charlie charlie just posted this on facebook cattle on the road anson smith and clax canyon come get your kids people oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fucking come get your kids. That's great. Is this going to show up on the? Are we hearing this? You know, we're in the. Oh, I'm sure it'll now. show up. Yeah, that's a. There's. It's very windy. That's fine. Not, a- not Kentucky windy. A- oh, a- 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 Kentucky windy. Wow. That's too fucking soon. Okay, we'll be back yep. to offend in a bit. Vegetable man in the vegetable van with the horn that's honking like a mariachi band. In the middle of the street, people gather around. Put the dollar, dollar, dollar in the can. I wait, K on the TJ Cowboys hang around. Sleeping in the sidewalk with a Burger King crown. Never wake them up. Massive to the rooster crows. Vatos vergallos. On cheap guitars, abuelitas with plastic bags, walking to the church with the Spanish candles. Billy Baracho says, Que putas, andale hoto, your popsicles melting. Run, little, run, the do, run, run. Grandpa, boy, 
let's talk about it's the replays. Mango ladies, vendedoras at a bus stop, sing a band of macho chorus. What? It's uh, it's approaching Christmas season. It is the Christmas season because it's after Thanksgiving and before New Year's. And uh, there is a an annual event happening at Blackbridge this Friday night. Oh, there the is eight, the eighteenth, okay. December eighteenth. There is the Swillers uh, dysfunctional family Christmas party at Blackbridge Brewery. Usually a great time. Always, always. Yeah. always. Usually a great time. Always. You sound. Time. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. You sound like it's like sixty percent of the time. It works every time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh. So uh, yeah, uh, Swillers Family Christmas, where you have the 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 whole Swillers clan, past, present, and some, maybe some future Swillers members show up and play Christmas songs. They're regular shit, and it's all acoustic. It's inside. It's raucous. It's hilarious. So make sure you're vaccinated. <laughs> You know, or if you're not, thanks for thinning the herd right, and making the traffic go. better. Yeah, just uh, yeah, because you think about it, the traffic probably is a little bit better now. Than the, w- the way I look at it, like <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely an Ebenezer Scrooge at this point. I'm just like, why don't you uh, just not get vaccinated and reduce the surplus population? That's straight up Dickens' quote right there. I think. There you go. I think. Yeah. So yes, yeah, Swilner Family Christmas or dysfunctional family Christmas. Yeah, which we all are from dysfunctional families, just to what degree? I mean, it's all either bullshit. Everybody pretends or feigns they're happy. Or there, there are there are I I guarantee you there are actual happy families out there. No way. Really? Yeah, yeah. They typically only have one kid, and the parents are still married. That's those, that is that those is are what the, percentage of population is that? That is true. So so few. Ten single digits. But we've talked 10%. about this before, man. Like, and it's gotten me in trouble, and and I've gotten yelled at for it. And I'm like, I don't I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't. I literally have nobody I have to prove anything no to anymore. No fucks anymore. Which is what what's the part you're talking the about? The thing is, is that um, on the whole, only children, and like an only child, no siblings, mm-hmm. parents still together, are the most successful people on earth. And I don't give a shit. You can't you cannot lie with the actual numbers. When you They're say successful, happier, what does that mean? Successful, I mean successful in many, many different ways. Okay. The 
fewer instances of uh, are you scratching your back with a remote? Yeah, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh yeah, look at all the multiple that's multiple buttons and things that can just so many buttons. Yeah. Anyway, really trips your trigger. <laughs> so uh, yeah, by by all all types of standards of of quote unquote being successful, well like well functioning sure. adults. You know, their mental health, fewer mental health problems, more likely to uh, either uh, establish a trade very early on, uh, very young, or or go to college or both right, to be so college graduates. Single child, parents still together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dual income, no kids. Dinks, which I'm sure you're familiar I will, with the term. Yeah. That, that, I will, um, that is a fact. They there There's less incidence of family therapy being needed, group therapy. Any kind of therapy, like for those people, and and I know a handful, probably actually probably six people that are on, their only children, their parents are still together, and they are wildly, wildly, wildly more happy, happier, okay. and more successful in general and early on. I want other people because I would have to think of and I can't do it right now. I'm not gonna do it right now. Of people that I know where parents are still together and they're single, yeah. kids. I have to I have to go through and think about that. Absolutely, yeah. and, and and I. I know I sound like a dick when I say that, but I'm like, when when you have you more... like a dick. Oh, no, I, I'll get called out for it, and this okay. happened the last time I, I, I talked about this. Okay. And any other time I ever bring it up, and I'm like, I don't need to have more than one child. I don't have this hole in my life that I need to fill with kids where I should be going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have that. I just don't have that. I know that some people are like, oh, I just want a big family. Why? Right. Why? Why? What is, what's the upside? Well, you have a lot more love to give. I totally understand that. Why don't you give that love to one kid instead of spreading it out? And I know that I get, I, like, I'm, Portia's probably going to give me shit about this because her mom is one of nine. Right. You know, and I'm not specifically talking about them. Right. But w- would, would, uh, maybe, maybe you know? people, and I, we, I, I have a lot of friends, a lot, handful of friends that have more than, um, a lot more than one kid, you know, and, but they're good people, but I'm thinking, are they trying to fill a hole or do they just enjoy kids? Like, I think they're fun. Like, uh, you know, it's a house full of kids. It's a fun thing. And, some, and some people find that fun and that's great. Right. I, that's great. I, and right. I hope those are sincerely the reasons. But yeah. usually it's something it, it's something else is underlying. Right. It's well, that's what you do. You have, you know, I came from a big family. So I like I like I want to have eight kids. And this probably goes back and that's back fine. and back and back. And this, this was needed, you know, 100 years ago or 200 years ago when you're farming. Well, when half of them are going to die by the time they're three years old. Yeah. Totally understandable. And you got to take care of the fucking literally yeah. you gotta take care of the farm. Yeah. Now, granted, I will it will say this. I'm not telling people that they shouldn't have kids. I'm just right. saying prepare for the consequences of having more than one. Right. Because you have birth order situations, you have, you know, like with me, with my brothers, like our ages are, are, are kind of gapped apart, you know, at least me and then the two younger ones, you know, there's six, six years and nine years, you know, respectively. So mm-hmm. like yeah, once like I moved out of- here at 16, I didn't really have much of a, a relationship with them. I, the, the relationship I have with my brothers, I've developed it since we, were, we become adults. I mean, really. I have a question. So you, you had uh, you were young when you had Portia and you did a pretty good job you you know you made mistakes but you did she stinks like she doesn't shower enough she smells she, she has a giant yeah, head but like stuff and she's, yeah, she's, she colors her hair with cheap fucking dye one of her head is as big as my head it's fucking bigger it's way bigger especially okay. with the, if you count the hair it's actually bigger than an elephant skull wow <laughs> that's pretty large gargantuan she's like fuck you dad <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, my child never once said fuck you dad the whole time, to, the whole time growing up. Now she's like twenty one. Does she have to drive like a Volkswagen? So it like she has a lot of headroom oh in there. Oh my god, that that's thing, so bad. Those things. No, um, con- it's no. convertible. 
<laughs> Huge head. Look at the size of that boy's head. Um, so, so you did, but you learned a lot. So you never thought about, I know earlier on you'd want to have a double up on it after a couple of years or meet someone and then really meet someone you really, really liked and said, I want to breed with that person. I softened at about, okay, so I, folks, for just in case you're just now tuning in, I was 19 when my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. So, um, at, I and I had always, and then divorced by like 22. So I figured out early on, I was like, I don't really want to have any more kids. I definitely don't want to have any more kids with this woman. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we divorced, and I'm like, okay, I don't think I want any more kids. I can't really handle more than one. And then I, I softened on that and said, you know, I'll make an exception for an exceptional woman. You know, maybe like if she had her and, own child, or maybe which I did make per- that exception multiple times. I well, okay. once I because I was with a, in a relationship with a woman for about five years that, mm-hmm. you know, her son was, oh, was he about eight, eh, eight nine months old when we started dating, and I, you know, I taught him. At, like you know how to ride a bike and read and my, ride my and father told me as I was getting a little bit older like 30 let's say you know he said because I was talking about dating because I always did and he was still around and you know meeting somebody and taking them flying or having them come to my parents house and just hanging out and he said yeah if you don't uh, you know if you say you want to date someone with no kids you need to kind of get rid of that because you know you're getting a little bit older yeah, e- either that's going away about the only way you can date someone with no kids over the age of 30 is when they start having kids at like 16 Right. Like I, I and I and that's just it they exist. Right. You know, there are people out there that had kids young that got their lives together later on. And probably and if someone, included, someone felt they were okay enough to have children or the guy they were with wanted to breed with them, they probably are they should be kind of okay people at least. And so you wouldn't want to if someone doesn't have kids like me, maybe you're all fucked up and you're not responsible enough to have kids. Right. You know, I mean, I, you take care of the cat, okay, but like the cat's kind of like having a fourteen-year-old. Like I they can it, kind of feed themselves if yeah. they really needed to, let themselves know? in and out. Yeah, exactly. Use <laughs> they know how to use a litter box. Occasionally, go out and get groceries. Yeah, right. Which is a rat. <laughs> That's or, so or a bird. <laughs> yeah, or, like that. Uh, or a lot of those. Right. But yeah, the but what I realized later on is that I okay, so I'll make a I would make an exception for an exceptional person. Now that I'm forty, there's no way I don't want to have like a, I don't want to have kids. Because to me, if I were forty, I was still thinking about that. I, I, I'm not interrupting, but well, I am, but I'm not <laughs> intentionally doing it. I remember when I was forty, I thought, yeah, I could up to like forty-five. I thought if I meet the right person, I would I would breed with them up to that age. I don't want to have a kid. If I had a kid tomorrow, right. They would graduate high school in, we'll say, 18 years. Sure. Which means that I would be old as fuck. I would be 58. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I wrapped that up? Yes. No, I... You would, I be, you would be my age. You yeah. know what? 58 would probably not be that bad. It wouldn't be that sure. bad. But you know what? I already gave up... I already gave up my, my 20s. So I should just and adopt my an 30s. 18-year-old. I should adopt an 18-year-old and go to their graduation. That sounds sketchy as fuck. And I don't mean like a f- <laughs> female. <laughs> well, now that I'm into men, you're looking to try like older guys. Oh so there's God. that. It's so funny. You just like <laughs> walked right into that. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to go through all the bullshit and I can go to their high school graduation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Would you like a car, son? Son? <laughs> Daddy-o. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, I, I kind of closed the door on that. Like, I don't think I want kids. Um, 
I, I don't I don't want any more I don't want any more children. So I like Mike the kid that I have. I'm not getting rid of her. She is not for sale. So you don't you don't think if uh, I, these are these are wild ass speculations and just stupid conversations really. But you don't think if you met truly the right person, where if there was a God, he would come in your life and go, "This really is the right person, Joe. 100. percent You guys are gonna live until you die. You've been waiting, you know, right. your and entire life for this is person. This it. is the right person. And then like a couple years later, she goes. I really want to have a kid. I'm just, I, you know. I will throw out there the possibility that I would change my mind. Okay. I, I'm not, but I, it would, we're talking somebody incredibly exceptional. We're talking about a unicorn here, right? Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, eh. So that I part, doubt it. to me, it's not really, it's just really off because of my age and that kind of stuff. Yeah, people do it. I get it. But um, but it's, it's m- much worse than if you're 40, like you are. So... I don't know, why we even talk about this? I have no idea. The Swillers are going to be at, dysfunct- uh, dysfunctional family Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Defunct- dysfunctional family. So to family. circle back to what we originally started talking about, go to the Swillers dysfunctional family Christmas, seven p.m. Uh, or eight p.m. at Blackbridge Brewery, Friday, and, and, December eighteenth. And remember, all dysfunctional families start out with kisses where you lose your mind and don't even know where you are. That's how a defunct. That is exactly family, how a dysfunctional family which starts. Is back to the first segment. Julie Barber. Julie Barber. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, oh, we well, never got together. Thank God, it didn't work out. I didn't want to say her her last name, so it's I don't a, even it's think Barber. No, no, not her. No, the other one, the one oh, I was talking about, because one, yeah. I had a very similar experience with uh, with her um, outside of Cracker Barrel of all places. <laughs> we went to crack. Well, because we got you off- know what mine was behind outside of a bar that's open all the time. Okay, in Buckhead. But here's what makes it extra special. It was like two spaces over, and it was a big dumpster. Oh, even better. Okay, so that's, that's, like, that's better than Cracker Barrel. Was it a dumpster or was it a Waffle House? Could you not figure out the two? No, it was a dumpster. There was, oh, it was an actual dumpster. Waffle House was probably a few miles away. Okay. Yeah, it was so, downtown Buckhead. Um, yeah. No, we were uh, outside of Cracker Barrel because we had just gone off work. It was mm-hmm. like 7.45 in the morning. We got off work at 7 and went over there and had breakfast before. Because mm-hmm. you know, she was getting ready to go to... Oh, her dad... Her dad lived in Switzerland. I think still lives there. University of Lausanne. Oh, like dad, on, two of them who's a one percent. Oh, dad lives in Switzerland. Oh, has a has his house is on Lake Lucerne. Fine, Lake Lucerne yeah. house. Like, fuck yourself when you and you. I've met that guy. He he's 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 not a one percenter. He played his cards right, and he actually does uh, medical device research at uh, University of Lausanne in Switzerland. I'm telling you, uh, he, he even he's a small a, he's a PhD. home in Switzerland is beautiful, especially by Lake Lucerne. Those places are like, they're so well kept. He, again, it could be really, if you see pictures of a, this house. He shares it with three other PhD folks that are there. Like, this is a guy who's in his 60s. And right. that's how that's, that's how, how expensive he's, it is over there. Probably. Well, well, it's it's expensive, but like, because he works for the university, like, that's kind of their, their, uh, what? what are you, why? No, this is a slideshow. It's fu- it's van Gogh. Fucking, it's a Van Gogh. It's a knockoff Van Gogh. It's not even a real it's not Van Gogh. A it's, it's actually a shit ass Van Gogh. Of, it's his real shit. It's also it's Van Gogh, by the way. Can we? <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Got something? Nope. Just nope. Talking nothing about in my throat. Just talking about Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I actually need to get out of here because <laughs> uh, I'm going to be late to a date, and I don't want to get yelled at by a woman in the rain. Swillers, a functional family Christmas this Friday. Yes. I don't know what time to start. Probably seven. Well, just show up at seven, folks. It's go don't start because it gets they... rock and roll, and they don't fucking quit. They do not quit. It's a it's a truly an amazing thing. Yes. Be there or be whatever, and uh, you know, be there, or be square. Because if you're square, you're not around, Daddy O. All right. 